Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the quarantine edition of Redesigning Life. So this morning, I woke up feeling so much better than I have been. And I went on Instagram and went into the stories and asked everybody what topics they wanted me to cover in today's podcast episode. But because I'm, I have a very limited amount of time while Olivia's sleeping, I'm not going to be able to really edit this and produce it. It's going to be super raw. So I say that because I'm not going to be able to take out the ums and the weird pauses that I do when I talk. So please bear with me. But I just want to give you guys an update what's been going on in my quarantine life and then answer some questions and talk about some topics that you guys wanted me to cover. So first of all, I hope you are all doing okay. I know this is such a crazy time. I unfortunately fell ill, um, what, the second week into this quarantine? I feel like the first week was kind of, at least for me, sort of fun because I was like, oh, I get to stay home. I'm such a homebody anyway. I love to cook. And Trish was here because she was here for work and then couldn't really head back to Atlanta. So she ended up quarantining with me, right? And so we were having a great time. Then the second week hit and anxiety started like rolling in and worry it. I'm sure you all felt it. And then I started feeling sick. And of course, it could have been anything, but you, your mind goes into for sure, I have COVID-19. Um, I had a dry cough and I had a fever. The fever wasn't super high. And I know friends who had COVID who said that they had a very high fever. My fever was low grade, but it it actually lasted about seven to eight days. It would go away and then it'd come back, go away to come back. So it was hovering anywhere between 99 to 100.5-ish. And um, I started getting really, really worried. And you all know, for the most part, if you listen to this podcast, that I'm a single mom. So the thought of getting super sick with Olivia here was just so scary Um, Trish ended up having to head back to Atlanta to take care of some business at home. So having that help leave as well was such a hit of reality. And I just wasn't prepared for it. And I'm sure, by the way, who, nobody out there who's listening to this, nobody in this world was prepared to, for what is happening right now, but it was just like, it all hit me so hard. So I didn't feel good. Um, I had a really bad cough but it was dry. I still have it today, but I'm telling you, I feel so much better. You'll hear, especially because this is audio, I am a little bit out of breath still, but I promise you, like this morning, I woke up feeling like a million bucks. So I went and got the test and it was so weird. I had to go to Dodger Stadium here in LA and you have an appointment and you line up in your car. You never get out of your car. And you have like a confirmation number. So you're in this line of cars and you're moving like at a snail's pace. So my appointment was at 11. I got there at like 1045. I didn't get my test till 1215. That's how long it took me from when I started and till to make it to the actual tent that gives you the test. 
And when I got there, it was um, basically a guy in a hazmat suit. um, And they just ask you for your confirmation number. They find your test, they give it to you, and then you basically administer it yourself. So mine was a cotton swab that you have to kind of put around your mouth and then cough a few times and then put it in this test tube, seal it up, shake it, um, and then put it back into this plastic bag and they throw it in this like huge bin. And then it took it, there were reports that it took anywhere between two to seven days. Mine took five days to get to me and it was, um, via email and it just said that I was negative. So I'm so glad. I mean, a lot of people are saying that there's false negatives. I don't know. So, but I'm sure you're wondering, well, what the heck did you have? I, I don't even know. I don't even know what I have had, whatever. All I know is that I had the cough. Um, I had st- stomach issues and I had that low grade fever. The, I only felt pretty tired the first couple of days, but not at all as tired as some of my friends who had it said they felt like my friends said they could not get out of bed if they tried. So I was not ever there. Um, so I don't know if I just had the normal flu or what. Um, I never ended up going to the doctor because I, I don't even know why. Um, because I think I was kind of scared of even going anywhere near an urgent care if I didn't absolutely need to. So I thought the testing was just my way of kind of making sure that I was okay. So I'm glad I got the test back and I was um, negative. But if you all saw saw me on Instagram Live last week, there was one day that I was, boy, oh boy, feeling sorry for myself and super scared. And I was crying and I just couldn't stop thinking like, the most worried thoughts. Um, but this morning I woke up and I feel better. So I wanted to give you guys that update. Um, a lot of you are asking about, a lot of you want to know about my beauty routine because you're saying that I look good. First of all, thank you. But secondly, um, it's mostly a filter. I'm not going to lie on Instagram. If you guys go through the filter, there's one called subtle and it just like makes you look just, you know, just a step up to what you really look like. So that's my number one beauty hack, (laughs) but I also did a complete podcast called beauty hacks that just went through everything that I do. And a lot of the things I'm still doing now in quarantine because they are DIY. So if you're interested in my beauty routine and the things that I love to use, I highly recommend listening to that because it's, it's a short one too. I think it's less than 10 minutes and I actually divulge, um, a pretty embarrassing thing that I do. (laughs) I'm laughing because you'll hear it. And if you've already listened to it, you know what I'm talking about. So go and listen to that if you have a chance. And if you're really wondering about my my beauty routine, because a lot of you are asking about how I'm keeping my hair up and my highlights and all that stuff. And that's all answered on my other podcast. So that's when that one is beauty hacks. And then a lot of you are asking about how I'm keeping Olivia busy. And a lot of you are asking about design. So let's talk about design first, because if you don't have kids, then you don't have to listen to the last part of this podcast because you don't care about how to keep a kid busy. So designing and what to do in the quarantine. First of all, I am so excited that people are now having this new love for home design. Obviously that's what I do. That's what I'm passionate about. And I love organizing and I think, boy, now is the time to do it. But before I even say all of that, I saw this post and I'm sure you've all seen it. Not that nasty post that everybody's sending you and you know what I'm talking about, but it was some post and I'm probably going to butcher exactly what it said, 
but it was something along the lines of, if you aren't reading a book or learning a language during this quarantine, you're wasting your time. You know what? That's a bunch of BS. That is not true. Not all of us have the luxury of just having all the time in the world. A lot of us are working from our homes, homeschooling. If you're not even homeschooling, just juggling parenting. So let's not put more pressure on ourselves that we need to learn a new language or read a novel or fill in the blank. You know, this is, there's so much pressure on us right now, just doing the bare minimum. Let's not put more pressure on ourselves to think that we need to accomplish even more now just because we're at home. So I'm going to give you tips on what I've been doing, but if you feel like you're lacking motivation, please don't beat yourself up. This is day 30, I think, for us here in LA for quarantine. This is the first time that I've actually gotten ready. I'm wearing jeans, by the way, as I'm recording this. I actually have pants on that have a zipper. Super proud of myself. And it's the first time that I've actually spent time in my office while Olivia's been working. It took me 30 days to find a little bit of motivation to get some stuff done. I just, seriously, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't find my way you know, my direction in any way throughout my day. My my routine was gone. My work's been gone. Um, you know, I was riddled with worry. I, right before the quarantine happened, all of this started, I was set to film two different shows. I had 48 flights basically that I had to accomplish in four to five months, which was a lot of work and it's all been postponed. Um, so I was just, you know, I'm telling you that story, just tell you that I am in the same boat a lot of you are, especially being a freelancer, that we don't know when this is going to end and there's a lot of worry. So don't put more pressure on yourself. If you do want to make your house look prettier because, shoot, we're like staring at this room all day, by all means, do it. But you don't have to go spend a lot of money. So obviously we know painting is the easiest way to spruce up a room, but it's not really easy to paint, especially if you have kids, it's going to be messy. My girlfriend, um, one of my best friends since I was 10, her name's Tracy, repainted her entire master bedroom and pulled up her carpets herself. And she has three kids. So God bless you, Tracy. But not all of us are warriors like her. So, you know, give yourself a little break. But with that said, so painting, obviously, if you have the time, if you don't, just rearranging the things you have. But first, before even rearranging, go through your stuff I rearranged and reorganized Olivia's Olivia's like bookcases because she had a lot of stuff still there from her younger years that I just like forget that's there. So reorganizing, just kind of go through, it doesn't even have to be an entire room at a time. Take a space, take a bookshelf, take a cabinet, take, you know, a part of your kitchen and little by little, when you have a little bit of time, put on some music, really put on some music, something that's upbeat don't start listening to sad music right now. Something that makes you sort of dance, that makes you feel good and rearrange and go through stuff. I got rid of so much stuff. I have big bags of stuff ready to be donated um, of Olivia's toys and old games and old books. And it just made her room feel so much fresher. I Next on my list is doing my closet. I have so much stuff that I have not touched. And it's that rule, if you haven't touched it in a year, get rid of it. So I'm planning on doing my closet next. I did do my makeup and my like toiletries and you'd be surprised how much stuff I had that was expired 
or makeup that I haven't used in so long. Like when am I going to use this sparkle eyeshadow? The answer is never. So just get getting rid of all that old stuff. I mean, if you have a little girl and you the makeup isn't super old, you could just put it in a bin for play, you know, makeup nights, which is a great idea too. But really just go through your stuff, rearrange, kind of like a lot of times our junk drawers and stuff, like putting things back to where they belong and getting them out of junk drawers. Go through your purse and reorganize it. Mine was a mess, like a mess. I mean, I should be ashamed of myself. Do you remember I used to have that show Clean Freak on HGTV? If the executive producers saw my purse, they would have fired me. But just doing little things like that really kind of, I know that sounds weird, but when you reorganize and kind of get things order, I feel like lighter. Um, I did my drawers too, which were a mess. I didn't do it like Marie Kondo. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm sorry. I just not, I'm not doing it that way you know, good for everybody who does it, but I just at least reorganized all of my t-shirts and stuff like that. But please reorganize your space, get out the junk that you don't need anymore, especially we're spending so much more time in our homes. One space that I think that you definitely should start thinking about is your outdoor spaces, whether it's a tiny little yard, a balcony, or if you have a good backyard, because as the weather starts getting warmer, And if this quarantine is still like we're going to be in this for another month, at least here in LA we are, people are going to want to spend more time outdoors in their own spaces because we're not allowed in public places. So it's a great time to think about new pillows or some sort of furniture if you don't have any out there, Um, outdoor rugs. I'm not trying to plug my outdoor rugs, but they really, really are fabulous. I promise you they're amazing. Every time I've been to a market and I've shown them in person. Everybody says they don't, they can't believe they're outdoor rugs. They work well inside too. They're super stain resistant and they're soft. Um, you can get them at Wayfair, Home Depot, Amazon, Walmart, Overstock. Um, but anyway, I'm not trying to plug my rugs, but seriously, these are the times that you should start thinking about your outdoor spaces. And of course the spaces that you use the most, probably your family room and your master bedroom. Um, sort of sprucing them up. I'm not telling you you need to spend a lot of money. A lot of the times you have probably things in your house that you could rearrange to make it look fresh and maybe just taking some things out of a room to sort of open up space. I think we're all going to need a little bit more space because most of us are not only home, but we're all home at the same time. So sort of rearranging things in that way and just looking at things with a new light. So just help get everybody to help you rearrange stuff, put things up, maybe switch out if you have different curtains, lighter curtains, because it's starting to get warmer. Um, And then if you do need to purchase new items, I have seen more sales on furniture and things like that. So take advantage of this time, but I wouldn't go overboard making huge investments, but really this is the time to make your space look new. But Again, that starts by cleaning and organizing, and that doesn't take any money. Most of the transformation that I've done throughout all the hundreds of makeover shows that I've done, a lot of it comes from just getting rid of people's stuff. It frees up so much space. Even the most organized people, and I'm talking about myself, have things that we just don't need around the house. So this is a time, and get the kids involved too. 
but don't go spending too much money. Just really go through each space. Take as much time as you need. And then once all the spaces are cleaned, organized, and I'm talking about clean, like clean, this is time to clean your baseboards, switch out your air filters, clean your vents, things like that, vacuum those out. Um, after everything's cleaned and organized, then reassess your spaces to think about what you actually need to purchase. But I have a feeling once you actually do the work, you're going to see that you probably don't need anything at all. Okay. So that's sort of my decor, uh, advice during the quarantine and then keeping kids busy. I have been scouring the internet for blogs and Instagram accounts to get ideas. I have, um, been also just sort of making things up as I go with things out of the kitchen, like little ideas, like using painter's tape on the floor to create an obstacle course for Olivia. We've been cooking a lot. I got her these toddler approved knives from Amazon that help her, like help me prep things that we're cooking so she can help me cut mushrooms or whatever. And it helps her stay involved. But yeah, we cook a lot, like a lot. I can have my own cooking show at this moment. I've been cooking at least one huge meal a day, unless when I was sick, I wasn't doing anything. Um, but yeah, cooking, lots of crafts. Um, we spend, I do have like a front yard that we've been spending a lot of time in, but weirdly, it's also been raining here in LA, which never happens. So we have also been quarantined inside the house. Um, but I'm just really looking at Pinterest. So there are, t- there are really a bunch of ideas out there. Obviously, craft stores are closed, but I've bought a bunch of board games and craft supplies on Amazon. And so we're making like paper dolls. And just honestly, I'm making things up as I go. And I'm running out of ideas, quite frankly. I'm not going to tell you I have all the answers. So if you guys have any craft blogs that you love, please tell me on direct message or Facebook or Twitter. I always read my messages. I'm looking for new ideas just like you guys are. So let's share with each other. Um, And also, since we all have a little bit of time on our hands, if you can rate and review my my podcast, I would so appreciate it. I really read all the messages and I really appreciate getting your feedback. And I love your feedback. So if you want to just send it to me privately after you rate and review it, just send me, you know, topic ideas, whatever. Um, Also, I have a question for you about podcasts because I'm fairly new to this and I don't know how, like what really the audience is like. So do you care like, um, if there's a certain schedule with a podcast, like that a podcast comes out every single Monday or whatever, or is it okay for you to have a podcast that's kind of willy nilly? So can you guys let me know if anybody can just direct message me or send me a message of what your preference is? Cause I'm super curious. I haven't been able to stay regular on this because I was sick and all of that. And I just wonder if it's something that I should really strive to, to keep on schedule, but that's just me asking you a question. So I'd appreciate you if you let me know, I hope you are all staying safe. Please take it one day at a time. Try to try to stay positive. I've been trying to take the time because I can't really binge watch anything because if I get into something, I know I'll keep watching it and watching it. And I don't have I need to go to sleep early. Um, so I'm jealous for all of you people who are binge watching things on Netflix. I, I just can't do it because Olivia doesn't really care what time I go to bed. So she wakes up at six o'clock regardless. Um, and so if I want to be a <laughs> semi-present mom, I got to go to bed early. 
I have been reading a lot, which has been nice. So after I put her to bed, I sort of like clean up and then I'll get, I'll force myself into bed and get my Kindle and start reading my books. And I'm reading like five different books right now. And I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm reading Super Attractor. I'm reading a book by Brene Brown, reading Abraham Hicks, also Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza. And then weirdly in all of that, Nicholas Sparks' last book. Um, Don't ask. I've read all of his books. Um, But anyway, so that's what I'm up to and that's my update. And I know this is a sort of random episode, but I'll be back on track again. I have a few podcast guests that I have on the docket. So I'll be back on the normal episodic stuff. But I also felt like, I'm sure you guys felt it too. Like I didn't feel like talking about anything but surviving this quarantine. So I felt like putting anything out that wasn't necessarily, that was sort of superficial, just didn't feel, felt like tone deaf. Um, but I feel like now this is sort of, we're in the groove. I mean, sort of the groove, as much of the groove that we can be in. So I think I'll get back to normal. So please send me top podcast. Please send me podcast topics or guests that you want on, that you want to hear from. I'm all ears. Please stay safe, both physically and mentally. And I'm sending out lots of strength and love. And you will hear from me again soon. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate your time. Bye, guys. Bye.